back to the Arsenio Buck Show. Oh my goodness, baby. We are into episode number 38. Guys, we're talking about creating transparency now. This is behavior number three. See, let me get, let me break this down. I love saying, of course, the excerpts right out of the book because you know what? I'm able to relate it to my life and then I'm able to get into that flow state and give you more examples and hopefully trigger those things that have happened in your past so you can ultimately reevaluate and say, you know what? I fucked up. See, creating transparency is about being open. See, it's about being real and genuine. It's about telling the truth. All right. In a way that people can actually verify. See, it's based on principles of honesty, openness, integrity, authenticity, all that stuff. And you know what? When things become transparent, light flows right through it, right? See, the opposite of creating transparency. Oh, I'm sorry. Creating transparency. Yeah. Transparency is to hide, cover, obscure, or make dark. It includes hoarding, withholding, having secrets, and failing to disclose. See, it also includes hidden agendas, hidden meeting, hidden objectives. See, the counterfeit of transparency is illusion. It's pretending or seeming rather than being. Pretty deep, right? It's about making things appear different than they really are. See, the internet's a good example of that, right? Because, of course, you have the internet, what we always see on a day-to-day basis, but we also have the dark web. We also have people who actually do naughty things on the internet, right? The pseudonyms, the, the, the fake pictures, the scams, the this. You know what I mean? Those are the hidden agenda. That's the illusion of the internet. So if we look at that, I'm going to give you an example. The ex-colleague that I've actually spoke about in the last podcast. That's right. He was going through a lot of depression. I saw it because, of course, he walked, he walked into our language center every day, always looking down. You could feel his energy. He was depressed beyond belief. It, it was very, very tough to be around a person like that. And you know what? The students obviously could feel it too. Duh! And so, of course, management, the lady, Kumam, she ended up saying, you know what? We've gotten a lot of reviews. We've gotten this. We've gotten that. He's not a good teacher in terms of this or that conversation. He's really bad. He's not open-minded in terms of conversation and creating conversation. Yeah. It was tough. And you know what? She went on to say, okay, in terms of all of this, we're no longer going to give him that much work. I remember I used to come into class. I would have like eight to ten hours of class. He would have only two hours. The next day, no class for him. I get another six hours. The next day, I get another eight hours. He's only there for two. That's how they would do him. And it was tough because my job didn't create that transparency. They didn't create that openness. They didn't sit down and say, listen, things are happening. It's kind of like the fool that actually got all the statistics right before me back in November of 2017. And he tried showing all these statistics from the paper and said, oh, well, your, your students aren't really renewing. And you know what? Renewals, you know, that's what we need to keep our business in this and that. And I'm like, dude, this guy. And I'm like, okay, what about 80% of them actually went overseas because they actually got the proper score in IELTS that you said I can't even teach to get there. How about the other ones who said, of course, they're going to focus more on studying because they're a second year dental student. 
What about the other ones that said they're going to do their work, uh, work and travel programs out there in America? He didn't want to consider any of that. He only looked at the statistics. See, that openness can also lead to misconception and misinterpretation. So be very, very careful with that. But you know what? It could also establish trust fast. If you say to the teacher, and if they actually sat down with that particular guy by the name of Peter and say, hey man, you kind of suck. The IELTS to this, to that, look what's happening. Yes, he actually, they had everything to back it up. I've seen all of it to back it up. But you know what? They didn't do that. Now me, they had nothing against me. They had one thing in terms of me being, of course, removed from a company due to racial discrimination. And then they sat there and tried making up a bunch of things. And I'm like, dude, you're lying right through your teeth. And it's disgusting that you're actually sitting right before me and hurling all this bullshit at me. And I said, you guys no longer need my services. From that moment when I left work that day, I literally, that was my last day working there in my mind. My body was present, but my mind wasn't there. See, guys. Let's look at another example of this. Okay, Arsenio, we got it. We heard the story. Well, not many people heard the story except my folks out there, you know, in Ashburn, Clifton, and other places. But you know what? Let's look at a charity, for example. There was a a charity uh, Steve Covey talked about fell into trouble because you know what? Hey, they just weren't being very, very truthful with everything and all the funds that they were actually sending out. See, the quickest path to restore that trust, which is simply just to show people where their money's going. And remember what I said in terms of pencils of promise. And you know what? There was a, oh my God, they're still drilling. They've been drilling for like two hours already. Luckily, it's not too loud. But you know what? Let's focus. The pencils of promise. I remember that Lewis Hose, Lewis Hose, yes, the author, what, uh, uh, he's just an entrepreneur, let's just put it that way, love him, love him, you know, uh, he's great, he's great, okay, now Lewis Hose, I remember he posted a picture, and he was at a gala convention, and it was the gala for Pencils of Promise, and I said, you sons of bitches, you guys are collecting all this money, to create conventions to boost the egos of all these assholes. What about the people that actually delivered online? Were they invited to this convention? They said nothing. All they said, they said, oh, we understand your discernment. I don't give a damn about discernment. I don't give a damn about these stupid ass big words. You need to show me where my money is going. It's just like the United Red Cross. The United Red Cross. Yes, the United Red Cross. Does your do you know where your blood goes? I don't know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, do you know where your blood goes? When you actually do that specific organization, you get the blood taken from you, you get to give it to a donor and this and that, do they actually put a receipt and a scan on that uh that black the you know that bag or that vial or whatever you want to call it? Or they say, Oh, well, we have to figure out if your blood is actually good, it's good, and then we'll send it out. No. I want you to tell me if my blood is good. And then I want you to send me a sample, the receipt and everything, so I can track where my blood is going. I want to see it arrive in Mali. I want to see it arrive in a small village in Sierra Leone. I want to see it arrive in Dhaka, Bangladesh. I want to see it arrive in Tokyo, Japan. I want to see where my blood is going. I want to see where my money is going. If not, hey, I think it's a bunch of bullshit. See, this is not why I created the Arsenio Buck Foundation, but this is why I say that A lot of organizations out there are very distrustful. 
And so this is, yes, I wouldn't say why I created the Arsenio Buck Foundation, but you know what? Again, this all goes back to transparency. And so, I mean, even to just sum all of this up, companies, they're not, they're, they, they, you know, Stephen Covey says that they're actually constant in disclosing relationships, interests, conflicts, and stuff like that. I got it. I got it. But you know what? You know what? Companies aren't very transparent. Well, Wall Street. Goldman Sachs, all the investment firms, they're not transparent whatsoever. Everything that happened in 2008, the big financial crisis, no one, I mean no one, is transparent. I mean, we could look at just about everything in the world. Is everything transparent? No. But in doing so, it could create a lot. It could create open communication. Being able to actually sit down and have those discussions So, guys, what I'm trying to say here is today, and I'm going to talk about, of course, relationships and friendships and everything in the next podcast, is that when you're able to sit down and communicate your thoughts openly across to another individual, that's called transparency. When you look at another individual and you're looking at them and you're not actually congruent with yourself, like I said in the last three podcasts where this guy wasn't very congruent with himself because he would say one thing at the meeting and think completely opposite, you're not transparent. Be open about it. Hey, dude, I think you're an asshole. I think you're this. I think you're that. There's a lot of podcasters and organizations out there. Q Card is one of them. Yes, the British guy. I think he's the biggest douchebag I've ever met in my life. Okay, John Lee Dumas. You guys might know him. He's a podcaster. He actually predicated his podcast on humiliating other people. Joe Rogan. He became famous by ransacking a comedian by the name of Carlos Mencia on stage in 2008. See, again, what am I trying to say here is, is that you got to be open about your upbringing. You got to be open about your vulnerability. You got to be open about just about everything. Yes, in the world of business and in the world of relationships. If you believe that you shouldn't have to pay 100% in a relationship, you got to be open about that and straightforward right off the back. And that's what I'm going to be discussing in the next podcast this upcoming Saturday. So, guys, stay tuned for that. Thank you so much for your ears in this podcast. If you liked it, share it. If you shared it, that means you like it. Please rate it if you liked it on the Apple Store or whatever store you can actually get your hands on. And I'll be – wait. well, you'll just have to wait a couple more days for the next podcast so we can talk about relationships. And, guys, with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast. Arsenio Buck Show podcast, man. So grateful for all of you listening to me. And you know what? Stay tuned for more over and out.